Hi, everyone. Pastor Galen, lead pastor at Shine Hills Church. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We hope that these podcasts will be a real encouragement to you on your spiritual journey. You can also connect with Cheyenne Hills at CheyenneHills.org. Hope you enjoy the program. Across the street and around the world, Cheyenne Hills. Well, hello again, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. Nathan, welcome back. I'm pulling you out of committee meetings oh. so you can come in here and give us a report. I, I just I like hanging out with you, man. Well, I appreciate you being here. Okay? I mean, I know you're in a committee meeting because you're wearing a tie. You don't always yeah. wear ties. Right. Well, but, I, I don't. You're right. I only wear, you know, sometimes... Legislative. One time someone said, you know that uh, someone bad had to have invented the tie because no sane man ties a noose around his neck in the mornings. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. Well, is this your power tie or is this oh, just your, this, this your, is, is this your neutral tie? This is when I mean business. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you mean business today. <laughs> Let's go through, um, you know, the last podcast we talked about some of those bills coming up. Yeah. And uh, I know we're we're kind of one week off here as far as when people we're doing this a week ahead mm-hmm. when it'll be aired. But still, this is a uh, this is up to date as of today. Right. Um, let's talk about some of those bills that we went through. Let's first of all, the first one is uh, you know you said some good news here. Uh, the HB ninety two abortion uh, prohibition Supreme Court decision. Uh, talk about that one. Yeah, so that's the reason why I'm actually dressed up in this monkey okay, suit today. Okay. Uh, just this morning, it went through its third reading uh, in the second house. So that's it started off in the House of Representatives, and then it just went to the Senate, okay. and it passed its third reading today. Okay. And it was a very positive vote. It was 24 to 5 to 1. Okay. And so 24 wow. voted for it. Five uh, voted against it. One was not on the floor at the time. Okay. Anyway, so that's overwhelmingly positive. Okay, tell us what that bill does again. Well, quick. okay, so we are facing uh, the Hobbs decision right now. So we're waiting the for the Supreme, Supreme Court. Court. Uh, right. The United States Supreme Court. That's right, right, right. And the anticipation that it is very likely that on many, in many different ways, the, uh, the Roe versus Wade decision of 1973 will be overturned Excuse by me. this Hobbs decision. right. As a result of that, by the what, way, just stop real quick. Yes, sir. When do you do you expect to have any clue when that comes out? Well, I think they're anticipating in the next couple of months. Okay. So the takes, cycle of the Supreme takes Court takes a while, doesn't it? Right. Yeah, right. It does. Right. Anyway, go Especially ahead. Especially with big legislation like this. Oh yeah. They'll sure. receive all the testimony, and then they actually go back and and almost pull in the uh, ladder after them, if you will, mm. and they begin to really research and go really deep. And they have a bunch of brilliant people that work with each one of those Supreme Court justices. Okay. And they actually will sit around and debate back and forth and wow. and and work on their opinion pieces so that when that's released, they have had bright minds for a long time working on this subject. Okay. And I, I like the idea. Yeah. So um, this right here anticipates that. If it goes the direction of overturning Roe versus Wade in any de- to any degree, right. what this will do is return Wyoming uh, from most intents all the way back to where we were in 1973, which okay. uh, is in favor of protecting the baby. Okay, uh, There was an amendment that was passed yesterday that actually gives exceptions for rape and incest. Some of that's very concerning. We had a, a wonderful lady that we flew out here to talk to the governor's office and also uh, to a number of senators. She was a victim. Uh, her mom was a victim of rape, okay. and she was born as a result of that. Yeah. And what she's 
pointing out to people is that still is a baby. Still human. In the she, womb. Here she is standing right. talking to you. Exactly. A oh, brilliant wow, that's lady. Powerful. Yeah. That's really powerful. And so, yeah. That's so, hard. And those are, those are hard issues, no question. But, you know, I think we've talked about this before too many times. Uh, just in any kind of politics, we take the extremes and we, we make the whole policy around the extreme yeah. examples versus the whole most of every kind of, uh, you know, in this case, abortion hap- is, is not one of those extremes. Yes, but those yeah. are those are difficult. I mean, acknowledging mm-hmm. the fact that those are difficult to deal with for sure. But uh, no, that's interesting to bring somebody. So, in that- yeah, this is very positive news. Uh if, if if everything goes the way that this bill yeah. anticipates and everything else, this will, for most intents, return Wyoming to where she was before 1973. Okay. It would be sweeping legislation. And yeah. I think this would make us like the 16th state okay. to be like this. Okay. So that is really good news. Yeah. So let me... Um... And just as an addendum, this is kind of a side question. I don't know that it's on one of these bills, but remember we talked about there was a pill that 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 whole yeah. Where did that one? That land? abortifacients bill. That's what yeah. that's called. The abortifacients bill was uh, essentially killed in a committee. Okay. This is one of the grave challenges that we have. Um, uh, the bills will make it a long way, and it will die for a couple of different reasons. Either it will be not be assigned to a committee or things so like that. So does that mean that we still have that pill and the people can still take and that's still legal and it no one's going to challenge it at, at this particular at this point, time right at right this time, now if with the passage of this particular bill though and the anticipation that the supreme court will do what everyone expects that it will do yeah uh, even that will be extremely curtailed okay and so yeah and and i think the part of it that was always disturbing to me is that there's, it's one thing, abortion is one thing, but then having taxpayers pay for that. Yes. And I remember that that, that pill was being paid for by taxpayer dollars. Is that Could that be curtailed as well? Is it, I mean, obviously, if there's lower usage of it, um, I, but does our, do our taxpayer dollars still pay for that? As well, far as I you know? just that was back in the Obama area, era, right. if I remember right. I just read some wonderful um, news. There was some threat to it. Uh, what was called the Hyde, what is called the Hyde Amendment, yeah, remember that? and uh, that has been basically overturned at the federal level. Okay, so I think we're still in that position where uh, no taxpayer funding can go uh, to support uh, an industry like the abortion industry. Okay, well there you yeah. go. Well, th- thanks for that update. That's good to kind of clarify in my mind as well. Um, the Women's and F- uh, Fairness and Sports Act. Where did that go? Oh, this broke my heart. We worked so hard on it, and I was down there for hours, um, easily about eight hours a day. I have been up until uh, this morning, mm. uh, but but this was a, a battle that was happening kind of late in the week last week, but uh, the Speaker of the House did not let this bill out to go to a committee, mm. and so it failed to meet uh, a deadline to be reported out of committee. And so I went down there, spoke with him personally, spoke with many different people to try to see what can we do to get that out. We even tried a maneuver where uh, some members of the House uh, can call for that to be uh, right. reassigned, can call it off of the Speaker's desk and right. demand that it be assigned to a committee. Yeah. And uh, there was a couple parliamentary tricks that were used right there, and they were told they couldn't do it at that particular day. So later wow. on, they attempted another maneuver. And so all of that's just parliamentary hijinks. And just... So trying to call shots and coach through all those different things, it was you know, so I frustrating. I really, I think most of us that live outside of that that realm 
don't even know this is all happens. This right. is how this all works. In, in Wyoming. And it, this is where one of the challenges is. I talk to people from all over the nation who work in parliament or in parliamentary procedure yeah. and in legislatures all over the nation. And it is difficult. But once they finally see it, it is difficult to convey just how fast things move in Wyoming. When you have only mm -hmm. 20 days yeah, and 40 days right. the next year, um, things that happen in most places at a steadier pace here, it is a mad dash. It is a sprint. So just on that, um, and I want to get back to this bill, yeah. but um, do do most states meet longer time or the year round? Or you know, I know we're just 20 days or right. uh, maybe sometimes an extended session. Well, yes. So some people, they meet year round. That's okay. a full-time legislature. Okay. In many states where it's not full-time, what they'll do is they'll actually have gaps. So they'll meet for a little while, Okay. then allow for a break for basically testimony to happen and some other things. And then they'll meet together again, and then they'll break uh, to allow for more testimony. So Wyoming really is unique. It is in this unique. Thing. Okay, let's get back yeah. to this bill. So it did pass the Senate, if I remember Overwhelmingly. right. That's what I thought. Yeah, 25. They walked it across the other yeah. side, and, and he just, you said, you call it a pocket veto. He just right. basically left it in his desk, didn't even talk about it. That's exactly right. All right. Well, so, I just want you to know, you yeah. sent out an email to everybody, say, hey, we need your, your input. I typed... Our our house of our speaker of the house, yeah, uh, a nice little. I said it was nice. I said please, please hear this bill. So by the way, it was overwhelming. Didn't listen to me. <laughs> well, my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> just got to keep praying for it. I guess so. But what I like about it, I think that we had the opportunity to really um, press on this issue, and it is overwhelmingly popular. It's huh. it's not a left or right or Democrat or Republican position. It literally is trying to just provide for girls to have a fair and level playing field so that they can earn scholarships and participate right. in so, sports. So this would say, if yeah. this bill would have passed, it would say no biological boys can participate in in uh, women's sports anywhere in Wyoming. That's right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But as it is right now, biological boys can uh, swim as in the female uh, or, or whatever, compete against females. They can, yes. And compete for yeah. scholarships, compete in every way. Right. And yeah. so that won't. So this won't be challenged again until next year. Is that how that works? Right. But I we're going to make a, a a strong dash at it again. I've already talked to the prime sponsor, and and others, and uh, she is so excited about this and huh. believes in it so very strongly. Huh. Uh, absolutely. And not only that, the response uh, in the legislature was very very positive, as you can see from twenty five out of thirty people yeah. in the Senate. And yeah. uh, those numbers probably will just get stronger. Really, so it's a good. Well, thing. Yeah, that's one of the things. It's it's like the the natural consequence of the the transgender movement. If you you push it to the extreme, which is this is where the extreme is, right? That's exactly this is right. where when you push these ideas, you know, you start off thinking, well, you know, someone can identify as uh, you know a different gender. Okay, that's one thing. But when you push it to this extreme, it's like right. now all of a sudden this is this is really putting a disadvantage to biological girls throughout exactly. our country. Right. Okay, so uh, what is the what is the national policy on this this issue? So the NCAA, I think it was last year, had a policy that they were going to allow biological males into female sports. But they started to realize how difficult that was. It right. really so what they did is they basically gave up uh on the subject altogether and just left it to individual sports in different jurisdictions. And so each state really has to make a decision on this. And one of the things gotcha. that some have tried to say is, oh, it's unfair toward uh, uh, um, individuals who consider themselves to be transsexual. But in reality, they still have the opportunity to play sports 
with other people of their own biological makeup. Sure. And so biological um, uh, males still compete, have the opportunity to compete with other biological males. Right. And so it, it isn't unfair to anyone. It actually gives everyone a fair and equal playing ground. Yeah. And that that's something that's abundantly clear does, to most. Does it surprise you just a little bit, though, that Wyoming, uh, th th that this wouldn't just pass so easily? I, I'm just surprised yeah. that this didn't go all... I, didn't, I wasn't surprised with the Senate. I mean, that, that was right. real overwhelmingly for this bill to be pa yeah. passed here and then to have it die. I, I don't get it. I guess I'm trying to say. This is why it's so difficult sometimes. When you see this, this is why decisions made for leadership matter so much. Oh man! If it had made it to the House floor, it would have passed, I believe, also overwhelmingly. Oh, really? Okay. But what happened was there's just a few people who are in a position of leadership who do several things. What most people don't recognize with the Speaker of the House and the uh, uh, presidents of the Senate or the majority floor leaders, the kind of power that they hold. Yeah. Those individuals, specifically like the Speaker of the House, they first of all select all the chairmen. Okay. Then they will also select what committees different people go to. Right. That's huge. And so, right. I've I've discovered, learned through you well, that that yeah. is a big deal because if it right. can't get out of that committee, right, it's never going to see the light of day. Of course. Yeah. And so when you have a say a, a very strong uh, conservative House of Representatives, yeah, the leadership in that House of Representatives actually can stymie the will of the entire body. And in a case like this, stymie the will of the entire Senate and House yeah. on legislation like this. And it doesn't take too many votes to do that. Exactly. Isn't that interesting? That's um, it's kind of painful. It's just the way the system works. I understand right. that. But so then the way the system works, too, is that, you know, come this fall, people are going to start, you know, running for offices. And right. this is probably going to be one of those issues. That oh, people yes, sir. Are, right. Well, we are about. going to um, make that abundantly clear to the world. For sure. Who's uh, who? That we we need to stand up for our girls in Wyoming. Yeah, for sure. Well, yes, good sir. Good for you, man. Way to go. Well, I'm glad you're in the fight. Um, okay. So secondly, the, the Civics Transparency Act. Tell us a little bit oh, about this. Oh, yes, sir. Well, okay. That also passed very strongly in the uh, Senate and made it over to the House. And uh, was placed, though, you know the committee that I was talking about last year, uh, the House Education Committee, where we have some yeah. two really wonderful people yeah. on that committee, but they're overwhelmed by the rest. Okay. Well, actually, so there's a lot of good bills that have died 7-2. This one died only 5-4. Okay, so this is that same committee that same we committee. ran into last year. That's right, House Ed. promote, uh, well, what I call vouchers. It was called something different. Right. But that's this that same committee. Same people on the committee. That's right. Interesting. So, so that those committees are made up uh, for two years. So, uh, okay. um, of course, what we faced last year. Now, our prayer is that next year this will be a completely different committee because this election cycle is going to change things. Yeah. And, and so, so, obviously, your Family Policy Alliance will let us know who yes, sir. should be voting for and who not because of things like this. Believe me, I will. Yeah, yes, sir. Sure. Yeah. And that's. I think that's the one thing. Nathan, if, if there's one thing that's really positive in my view that's come out of this, I think um, I I think I'm relatively involved in in our pol political as I want to be a good citizen and be able to vote, you know, understand the issues right. and vote uh, for people that you know vote for issues that I care for. But um, and I think I think that's even caused uh, more people to be involved, but also I think you've also helped us get uh, more depth to understand that. You know, even down to school boards and down to you know, it's not just the Senate and the legislature; yes, it's the House. It's it's those uh, 
local levels that Absolutely. really matters. And that's, it, that's really changed in my mm-hmm. thinking, I think. I appreciate that very much because um, this is what I've tried to relate to many, many people. And, and by the way, this is why our, our friendship has, has been so wonderful. As we're able to talk to the world Mm. about making decisions in their own backyard first. Yeah. Man. Oftentimes we get really spun up about stuff that we really can't affect very much right that now. That is okay, you just talked yeah. to, you just you just put my name my face right beside that comment. I, I can get spun up about things that I have no control over and then and then it be blind to some of the stuff that right here that we right can here. impact. Yes, sir. And so I I am guilty as charged uh well, no, I, Senator, and I'm trying to trying to change all that. <laughs> well, this is one of those things too, though. This, just trying to remind people, hey, let's. It's just like Nehemiah's wall. Let's start by building the wall in our own backyard first, yeah. and as we all do that, it will connect and will it will make a difference. And we can. Uh, it takes time too. Hey, this is something Good. I was sharing with someone else the other day. A lot of times, people will think of uh, these kind of things as, I don't know, a game where. You win or lose, and you walk away as a winner or loser. Yeah. In reality, I think of our efforts in politics as more like a gardener. Hmm. You have to go out every day, and sometimes you'll find out that uh, there's uh, weeds in your garden. You got to go pull those weeds out, but you continue the process of growing, and it's it's something that it takes time to do. And uh, that's what we're doing. And by the way, we're still fairly new in Wyoming at all of this. Yeah. And uh, we're getting up and going, and, and, and actually things are moving pretty pretty well for being such a young organization. I was wanting to dive into Ukraine, but we're going to do that in another yeah. podcast, okay? Right. Because I don't think we have enough time to do it right now. But I just want to, I want to kind of camp a little bit on what you're saying there. At Family Policy Alliance, you know, you've, you've really uh, made a, a huge impact of, of educating all of us, myself, uh, in what goes on in our, in our state and local levels. Um, did, what tell us about? I mean, is your staff growing? Do you expand your staff? What's right. I know you've talked about this in the past. Yeah. How's that all going? Well, it, wonderfully. So we made a new uh, a new development, a couple of new developments. We were able to put together uh, just a couple of months ago to try to lead into this legislative session um, a uh, a committee of individuals. It's a volunteer team that begins to work on different issues, and so we'll meet regularly in my office and then draw out on a whiteboard and start to talk about different issues and plan really strategy. Yeah. Yeah, Really strategizing. And then the next step is we also hired our first contractor to help with some strategy. Okay. And, uh, have been working on that. And then as that's going to continue forward to help with, uh, planning out the next election cycle. Mm. And so, all of those things are actually working really well together, mm-hmm. and it's been exciting to watch really uh, the effect we're having because of the team. So a lot of times I might be the guy you see at the legislature, mm-hmm. but I have a bunch of different people helping to uh, to work behind the scenes on this. It's, it's good. Been to, wonderful. It's good to know your team's growing, yeah. and uh, hopefully your audience is growing. I think I do get feedback from people say, "Hey, I listen to your That's your good. Nathan's podcast," and so I know people are listening. They're, they care, and they're yeah, trying to. Yeah. Trying to get educated and understand how how we're supposed to live in this, how now shall we live? And that's Amen. what we're trying to do. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. We will get to Ukraine because I um, it's going to be, um, our information will be two weeks old by the time we get there. But there's some really good information you've uh, gleaned from this. And I've, I've got a couple of observations from a biblical lens that I think it will be interesting for people to, to look at. But in the meantime, as you live in this world, we have got to be strong and very courageous. God bless you all. Thanks.